Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. Uh, isn't it wonderful to be here? It's like the pleasure hour, and who doesn't want a little more pleasure in their life, right? And today we're going to find ways to get pleasure, especially when we've been stuck in the jealousy rut. And I know that that's going on for a lot of people out there, whether the jealousy has to do with um, people having more, you know, like the grass is greener on the other side kind of feeling always looking at the neighbor's backyard rather than your own, that sort of thing. So we're going to be looking at that today, especially in uh, context of relationships, because the jealousy tends to come up a lot in relationships. So we're going to find ways to get from jealousy to compersion. In fact, they're kind of the polar opposites. For those of you who are listening for the very first time, I invite you to check out my website. It's not the best right now, but it's getting there. And you'll find some information about me on there, MilicaJelenic.com. I work with people with many different modalities. I use, well, I use many different modalities in my work. I work with different tools. And I assist people in ways of having more pleasure in their life, in ways that you wouldn't expect. Like if you have illness in your life, you might be lacking some pleasure. If you have some stress in your life, you might be lacking pleasure. So really my umbrella is pleasure and everything that I offer falls under that umbrella. So whether it's getting body work, energy work, radionics, whether you're getting coaching or you're getting a reading from me, everything falls under the umbrella of pleasure. It's really the target, right? So for me, the target in life is wherever we don't have pleasure, let's create some. And I've had enough places and times in my life where I haven't had pleasure, but I've certainly looked, sought out, and found and used many different tools, which I bring to the table in sessions with you. So if you are somebody who's feeling like a little on edge and you'd like a little bit more pleasure, then definitely connect with me because I've lived through a lot of non-pleasurable times and I've definitely found ways to get back on track. All right. So that was just a little bit of housekeeping to let everybody know who I am and what I'm offering and I also offer classes on Teachable that are pre-recorded already. And so I have a few. I have some that have to do with happiness hormones, which can be a great uh, tool class to take. It's four classes. It's about eight hours of, of coursework that you can get, that you can kind of get yourself back on track and get yourself into some daily habits that will get you having far more happiness in your life. Really simple things to do to get yourself back on track. And I also have one for bodies with uteruses that is menopause and menstruation for anybody who's going through that and are feeling like the PMS is getting you down, the menopause is getting you down, and you'd like to switch that up to things to do with nutrition, uh, movement, spiritual uh, practices, all kinds of stuff, and a little bit of science too, just so you can have a background to understand that. So my courses are available on Teachable, and you'll be able to find links in the next little while on Inspired Choices Network, but by by um, 
by all means, connect with me, and I'll send you a link privately so that you can register for any of those. They're all under $50 U.S., so it's a super deal, and you get lots of coaching with that as well that's, in, that's part of the uh, group calls that were already finished. So you'll find lots of questions and lots of information in there, and I'm so happy to be able to offer classes on Teachable. I also have classes for learning to trust yourself called Psychic Development School, and we are heading into month nine of Psychic Development School, which is an amazing course that I've developed that has many different ways and methods to learn to trust yourself. So if you'd like to have that, it also helps to develop your intuition. I can also send you links for that. But I love getting private messages, so feel free to private message me, and I will be happy to send you links to move forward with things like that or send you a link to book a 15-minute session with me so that you can find out whether we fit as coach and coachy. So whatever works for you, I have lots to offer, and I hope that you find uh and that I am entertaining and interesting enough to say yes to something. So today we are going to be diving into how to go from jealousy to compersion. Compersion might be a new word for you. I have talked about it on this show several times, but sometimes I don't give the definition of words. Sometimes I leave them out there to get you to get curious, to have you go look them up, to see if you're doing your homework. But today I'm going to offer you some explanations and I'm going to give you some etymology of jealousy as well because I find these things fascinating. And then we're going to dive right into how do you move from jealousy to compersion because they are the polar opposites, truly. So one of the things I'd like you to just first check in in your, in your kind of life and in your body is are you right now in your life experiencing any jealousy over anything? Are you experiencing jealousy in your partnership? Are you experiencing jealousy? Maybe uh, your friend has a fabulous house with like a great big swimming pool and a you know, hot tub and got you know, some pool boys. Maybe you're like, oh man, I'm so jealous. Now, <laughs> so, so are you jealous? Is that something that you're experiencing? Is that an energy that works for you? For some people, jealousy is a motivator and motivate you to move forward. I know for me in my life, I have used jealousy as a motivator, but the resistance energy makes things really slow moving. Having resistance, having jealousy, jealousy is like a resistance energy. It's like I'm doing this uh, in resistance to whatever the situation is. It's like I want to have I want to have what they have, but it's I don't I don't want to be less than. Instead of going, oh wow, what an interesting choice they have. I wonder what they chose to create that. I wonder what I could choose to create a similar thing, or the same thing, or something even greater. Right. So we don't sometimes think that way. We just get into our brains and we think that the universe is limited. So we get jealous. Is the universe limited? <laughs> the universe is not limited in any way, shape, or form. If the universe was limited, we wouldn't even exist. It's that simple. If the universe was limited, we would not have billions of blades of grass everywhere. We wouldn't have raindrops. We wouldn't have oceans. We wouldn't have anything if the universe was limited. 
The universe is not limited. Even if you believe in the Big Bang theory of two molecules colliding, even that was not limited. That was a, an, a limitless possibility that was created due to two molecules colliding to create the water atom to have us exist on this planet. Pretty remarkable. So is there any reason to be jealous? There's amazing stuff out there, amazing things that are being offered. Let's look at the word jealousy for a second, just so we can have a reference to what that actually means. So according to the Edam Online uh, site, edamonline.com, I'd like to use that as my references for etymology. Again, keep in mind that etymology is just where people have decided to look back as far as they could to find the meaning of things, but it could go back beyond that. And it's whatever that person decided that day to invent the meaning of the word for. Uh, as, as an example, when I was a nanny, the little boy that I looked after invented words all the time, and one of the words he invented was binergy, and he described that as body energy. So if I were to go back and put into etymology that in 1997, 1998, in Canada, the word binergy was invented, and it's a combination of body and energy, well, that's the etymology of it. Now, does it go back further? Who knows? Maybe he tapped into something way older than that. We don't know. All right, so that's a little thing on etymology, so you don't have to fight me on etymology. So etymology for jealousy is that it's a 12th century word. It's in reference to sexual possessiveness and suspicion. It's from the old French, jalousie, which is for enthusiasm, love, longing, and jealousy. It's also the 12th century from jalous, keen, zealous, avaricious, jealous. And it's also sometimes from Middle English in a sense of solicitude, carefulness, and regard. The connecting notion between watchfulness, meaning zeal, fervor, devotion, is from the 14th century. So a little bit different. The devotion is from the 14th century. The possessiveness is from the 12th century. And we're going to go with the 12th century meaning. I find it interesting, the French word, as even the English word would have been a derivation of the French word anyhow, um, with all the stuff historically going on between French and France and England. So we're going to go with the original jalousie from French and to see uh, all about the sexual possessiveness and suspicion. What would be the opposite of that? What would be, do you need to have sexual possessiveness? What does it mean to be sexually possessive? You have to own your lover. Being possessive of something means that you own it. You are in possession of it. So truly, in order to be jealous, you have to have the idea or the sense that you own something and that something, somebody maybe, or that you are coveting something that somebody else owns. So we kind of, in the modern sense, turned it into where we covet something that somebody else possesses, although originally the meaning was possession. So it is in reference to sexual possessiveness. I own this person, love and longing for this person. That was the real meaning of jealousy. Now we've taken it to a different level so that we have it as a possessiveness, but it has to do more um, in relation to that we might covet somebody's 
Uh, we would like to possess what they have. So in, in relation to relationships and loverships, a person might be coveting your, your lover, right? They might be like, oh, I wish I had your lover, blah, blah, blah. Well, until they actually end up with your lover and then they're not so impressed, right? So <laughs> everything looks really great until you're in it. And then you're like, wait a second, maybe uh, maybe that wasn't my best choice. Maybe I'm not really wanting to possess or covet. So possessiveness gives an air of ownership, does it not? And if somebody is jealous of you, then how much are they trying to possess you? Being possessive of you or of what you have. So... In, that, in this reality, you know, that we've all developed, we think that there's some kind of limitation to what can be offered or possessed have to have, right, in our lives. So if you think that you can't have something, you might think that the only way to have it is to take it from somebody else. There's a vast world out there with a lot of options and offers. So with, you know, in terms of loverships, there are over 7 billion people on the planet so do you really need to covet somebody else's lover? Not really. I mean, you could admire them. Do you think you need to possess them? Now, some people do. They think that it's their right somehow to possess people. There are people who believe that they own each other. There are still to this day marriages where the husband believes that he owns the wife and he feels like that is his job and his right very rare in any culture that the woman in a marriage, uh, we're talking about a heterosexual cisgender marriage, it's very rare that the woman will be able to be the one who possesses. Unless it is a kink that they have in the relationship, the chances are the woman does not possess the man, but quite legally in many countries still the man possesses the woman. The jealousy comes in through possession. Now, to me, it's a really funny thing about jealousy, only because I've experienced it and only because I know there are other ways to be in the world rather than jealous. Just putting that thought out there about that there are other ways to be other than jealous, what could they be? Like, I know that you've heard me say the word conversion, but what does it mean, right? Like, how do you feel about that? that energy bring up? It's like, okay, if I'm not jealous, I can have conversion. What the heck is that? What do we do with that? I live with it. We will look at that, though. We're going to find out more about conversion because conversion is an amazing alternative policy to possessiveness. We don't need to. Not actually, I mean, yes, in some countries, we there are still places where people believe they own each other. Wouldn't it be great if we could create a planet where nobody could possess another human being, couldn't own another human being, they couldn't traffic a human being, they have the right to buy and sell a human being, because that's part of possession is you can buy and sell. If you have a right to buy and sell, the jealousy gets weird, doesn't it, when you start to see it from that this is a place where you can buy and sell people because you possess them. Once you kind of know some and mystery behind the word doesn't doesn't it kind of go what to you don't, don't you kind of go hmm well that's awkward I'm not actually jealous what am I 
what am I? Like, what am I looking for? Hmm, now there's a curious question, right? Let's explore that. So we're going to head to our first commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we are having a conversation about moving from jealousy to compersion. And how do we do that? How do we get from jealousy to compersion? And what is this thing called compersion? In this segment, we're going to be talking about compersion. So if you know all about that, well, I might surprise you with some more information. Um, usually people, when they are into compersion, they actually really love having other people enjoy themselves. So I'm going to enjoy myself during this segment, and you can enjoy me enjoying myself during this segment if you are into compersion. The word compersion itself is loosely defined as the opposite of jealousy. So instead of feeling like upset or threatened when your partner is interacting with other people, either romantically or sexually, you actually feel happy for them. You feel like you're part of it. In fact, you actually, your body might respond in a way that it feels, say, for example, the orgasmic energy that your lover is experiencing. So we talked a little bit about this during the show about cuckolding, about how you can absolutely feel, as a lover, you can feel the great um, experience that your lover might be having with somebody else. Receive it and not have jealousy. It's a big one. I think compersion, uh, for me, is one of those steps in human evolution and consciousness that gets us to a place of better understanding of humanity, of ourselves, world, 
You know why? Because it teaches us that there is so much freedom in choice that we don't have to possess, that we can be inclusive, that we can receive, that we are included in the universe and that we can receive from the universe. Persian for me, even though the meaning really comes from uh, like polyamorous relationships, it can be more broadened, I think, to include emotions on so many different levels, even if it comes to, and, and so many different experiences. So even coming to conversion for and joy for, for example, for your, your friends, having really great wins when it comes to, or having joy when it comes to your friends having wins in relationships or with health or anything that's about their life, whether it's your friends or your lovers or your family, actually have the ability to feel joy for them. I I love having friends that actually have compersion for me because as I tell them about things, the energy grows and grows. And the, I have relations uh, with people who do not have compersion. The energy around my creations will stagnate and die. Feel it. You'll know when the energy is growing. You'll know when people are feeling happy for you because there is like an expansion and it's like you can breathe more, you can see more, you can feel more. You're just more aware. And it's so fun to be able to have happiness for yourself and for others and receive happiness through other people's happiness. Can you imagine... If you are just lying around, having an evening to yourself, and boom, out of nowhere you get a sense of like orgasmic energy floating in the air. Why? Because somewhere out there a friend or family member is out there having a fabulous orgasm. You have allowed yourself and opened yourself to receive all of that and receive it with total joy and just be like, wow, I'm so happy that they're happy, that you can actually sense and feel that their body is experiencing joy. I personally, I like to send orgasms out to everybody so that if they are willing to receive it, they will. And I do know that there are those of you out there listening that actually feel it, which is so cool because I've had feedback and I love that. So what if we could all just gift each other receive with no jealousy there's no limitation going on here when it comes to gifting and receiving joy and it doesn't have to be stuff guys it doesn't have to be money but there is also really like we truly are limitless i had an amazing spiritual teacher about 20 years ago who um talked about i think i was like talking about how can we be like having so much stuff and how can we talk about abundance when there's poverty in the world and she made a really good point. She died recently, about two months ago. Anyway, she made a really good point, and she said, how do you not see the abundance in the world? Go walk down a street and tell me if you can't see leaves on the trees, flowers on the trees. If you can't, Tell me if you can't see when you walk into the wild, if you can't see wild food that anybody and everybody could eat. I was like, oh, yeah, there's actually food everywhere. Now, whether people choose to eat it or not is another thing, but there truly is food everywhere. It's a matter of having the information, knowledge, and willingness to eat it, see it, have it, and choose it. 
So I choose to learn about stuff like that because this year has been funny. In my garden, I had all this particular weed come up, pigweed, and I was like, wow, that's more pigweed than I've ever had. It was an abundance of pigweed. Pigweed. You know, we ask for abundance, and sometimes we don't know how it's going to show up. Well, this is one of the ways. Pigweed is actually an amazing source of iron for your body. It's kind of like a spinach substitute. And it it was just growing all by itself. I didn't even have to plant it. I've got hundreds of plants of pigweed growing in my garden in between other plants. So uh, this massive abundance happening. Really funny because it's such a fine example of there really is an abundance in the planet and there really is no need for starvation because there really is food everywhere. Now, do you choose it or not? I could offer lots of people to eat pigweed out of my garden. Are they going to eat it? Maybe. So it, it then just comes down to the, are you choosing to see the abundance? Are you choosing to... Are you going to sit back and be jealous that everybody else has? Well, they have it better than me. They have it easier than me. They have this and they have that. Generally, the jealousy nowadays comes down to possessions, right? The things we do possess beyond people, whether it's houses, vehicles, uh, businesses, even things that we think we possess, even though these are not things we own, they own us. But that's another story for another day. So this possessiveness becomes very funny because at some point we actually think that there isn't enough to share. But with compersion, we know not only is there enough to share that we can all enjoy whatever anybody else is enjoying. You're enjoying a piece of cake five miles away from me. Ah, my body is so happy for you. They're going, why why can't I have cake? The universe never gives me enough money for cake. Mm." And then we get all stompy and like moody and all that jazz. We get into lack mentality and... We start acting like little turds. So instead of acting like a little turd, you could just go, oh, wow, look. Oh, you know what? I could actually choose that cake. What? So you could choose the cake. Now, you know, if you have the point of view that you have to pay for that cake, then you might go out and um, dress yourself out trying to find all the the finances for it. But we trade in many ways on this planet beyond uh, cash, although cash is king in this planet. Uh, You know, we trade with gold. We trade with services, too. So if you really wanted that piece of cake and you didn't have the cash, would you have the guts to say to the person, I'd really like a piece of cake, and guess what? I'm willing to do whatever you need from me. Get that piece of cake. They might say, all right, I need you to take out the garbage and do the dishes. If you're willing to do that, whatever it takes, guess what? You get to have that piece of cake. So are you willing to actually be and do whatever it takes to get yourself out of jealousy? Because 99% of the time, I bet you it's that you're coming from a black mentality where you think there's not enough to go around and everybody else has and you don't have and blah, blah, blah. But guess what? All you got to do is shift your thoughts just a little bit and the question of, Am I willing to be, do, choose, and have everything that's required in order to have that which I desire? I know we talk about this one a lot on here because it's a real stinker for most people and it gets people stuck a lot. So you're feeling jealous. First, kind of start to decipher what is it that you're jealous of. Is it their happiness? 
because that might just be uh, an illusion, like they might not actually be happy, but they're putting it out there on social media like they're having the time of their life, but internally they're dying and crying, right? So check if the thing that you are jealous of is even real. Now, I love I love the work of Byron Katie. It's so simple. And her very first question is, is it real? Is it real? Is that thing that I'm jealous of even real? And you can evaluate it. How do I know for certain, 100% certainty, that it's real? Hmm, do you? Maybe it's 92%, maybe 12 You just thought it was 100%. Then another question from Byron Katie is, without that thought, who would I be and what would I choose? Without the thought of they have and I don't, who would I be? Well, I'd be a lot happier and what would I choose? I might actually choose this thing that I am jealous of. And then we turn it around. Turn the energy around from the jealousy to go, ah, instead of going, I can't have, I could say something to the effect, and this is always the turnaround, I joyfully receive others' joy. Say something like that. Or you could say, the universe is abundant and I choose to receive that too. We can turn it around. Actually turn it around really quick. And if you're not familiar with the work of Byron Katie, go out and get one of her books. Loving What Is is an amazing book to start with for Byron Katie's work and really getting those four questions as part of your life, to start to turn around anything. It's just so fast, and it's such an amazing tool, I find, for turning around jealousy. I used it a lot for turning around anger towards my father at the time when I was doing a lot of her work uh, 20 years ago, and it was uh, remarkable to see who I was truly mad at, to see that I was actually mad at myself for not standing up for myself. Um, Gives great insights, you know? So turning it around is an amazing, amazing tool you to go out and uh, go check that work or connect with me and I'm happy to do some turnarounds with you as well. If you need a quick little uh, coaching, I do fist after on me. Um, if you'd like longer, then we can book sessions as well. Just connect with me and I'll send you the link to book. So you can connect with my uh, website, melitzajelenik.com. My email is on there. You can also connect with me through social media sites like Facebook and Instagram are the top ones that I'm on most of the time, although I'm on most of them anyway. Um, you can send me there and I will get back to you as soon as I can. In the meantime, we are going to be heading to our next commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution. Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money? Copulating for consciousness? 
and pleasuring on purpose. 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzajelenic.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzajelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. So today we're talking about how to move from jealousy to compersion. So how do we move from being possessive and thinking that we have to own somebody or something and that somehow we don't, so we want to covet that to make sure that somehow, somewhere we will own that um, or be really mad that we don't. We have that, jealousy. Mm. Isn't it a fascinating thing? And then we have conversion, like the opposite, actually feeling joyful for people. For those of you who are artists out there and you like to like draw things during the commercial break, I just had this thought that you know, jealousy, I wonder what it looks like as a character. If you were to draw jealousy, how would that show up for you? What does it look like? Is it like an ugly three green-eyed monster like people call it? Um, does it look like you? Does it look like... What is jealousy to you? What does it look like? Because sometimes we don't realize that when we look at something, it usually has a feeling or a sense or a look to it. And we are magic in that when we start to change it, we can do like a queer eye for the straight guy on it and do a transformation moment. And we can transform this jealousy into compersion. What would we need to do to that character? What would we need to do to the character of jealousy to have it have a transformational moment and turn into compersion? Do we need to change, uh, you know, its mannerisms, its attitude? Yeah, probably we need to change the attitude of jealousy. Maybe jealousy needs to be fed with new ideas, new thoughts, new uh, energies so that it feels fulfilled. So one of the things one of the things when you think of jealousy as a character, what would fulfill it? Like what peace does it need in order to be fulfilled? And I say this because for a lot of people, when you're doing self work, you you know, sometimes it's hard to identify it for yourself, but you know, if you can kind of separate it and see this as a character, this is just a character in your life called jealousy. And jealousy needs some things. 
order to be satiated and fulfilled, what what is what does jealousy need? What kind of buffet does you have to bring out for jealousy for jealousy to turn into conversion? thing is, is as you start to make the list of the things on that buffet that jealousy needs in order to turn into conversion, not that you're going to think, oh my God, there's so much I'm lacking. What it's going to do is actually create some targets for you for things that you can start to look at. How Oh, how can I achieve this and attain this and choose this, right? If on your list it's like, I'd really love to have a fantastic lover, like jealousy would be fulfilled if it had a fantastic lover. Cool. What steps can you take to have a fantastic lover? Do you need a sex and relationship coach? Do you need a sex and intimacy coach? Do you need some therapy? Do you need to be um, meet the person? You know, do you need to be on a dating app? Like, what are some of the things that when you make that smorgasbord of things that would fulfill jealousy, there are usually some steps behind some of those things in order to get them achieved, right, or in place. So that's where having some coaching can come in. You can have that list, but then you don't really know what to do with it. So the next step is, oh, these are the things I'm jealous of. This is what would fulfill those things. And then you start to know that what's actually happening, that you're not really living from lack. You're living from a lack, well, not lack of stuff. You're living from a lack of awareness, that you weren't choosing to be aware of what could bring you some happiness, joy and ease and all the things that you are thinking of, that you're jealous of, you start to get fulfilled when you start to get to the point where you can go, oh, this is what I'm actually looking for. Oh, most of the time. And what is really coming down to is that we all desire to feel and be loved. And if stuff helps you feel loved, because maybe gifts are your love language, always check out Gary Chapman's Five Languages of Love, and or Five Love Languages, whatever way he writes that. Anyway, so you can check those out uh, by Gary Chapman, and maybe you have some in order to feel happy in life. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. That is your love language yourself. What are some of those things on your list that you're like, oh, I'm so jealous so-and-so has A, B, C, and D? It might not be your primary love language, the gifts, but it might be up there, so you can always gift it to yourself to kind of fulfill that little of your of your love language. It could be time, like you might be jealous that people get to spend time together, so what can you do to choose that? There's always if you've decided, well, there's no way, then there is actually you're not coachable. But when you realize that, wait a second, there might be a way, but you don't know what it is, then you are coachable. And for those of you who are coachable, you're the ones that I can work with. For those of you who decided there's no way, there's no how, there's it's never going to happen, you're not so coachable. That's okay. It doesn't make you wrong. It doesn't make you right. It just means you're not that coachable. So it's going to make it a little trickier to choose, create, and have the things that you desire. It takes a little bit of cracking open your door in order to be coachable. And trust me, I'm not the most coachable person on the planet. It takes vulnerability to be coachable, and it does take some time to be allowing yourself to be vulnerable, to be coachable. And it took me a long time. I have to say, it took me a long time in my life to be willing to be coachable because 
I'm the most right, right person that you've ever met. I'm the most stubborn, right person. Well, my dad's top, stubborn, right, and then I'm probably second, and everybody else on the planet follows. <laughs> so, And I'm right about that, by the way. <laughs> so if you're stubborn and right, it's a little tricky to coach you, but somewhere, somehow, something will break you down if you truly are looking for change and joy in this life. Something will come through to break you down in order for you to receive you to open the door to actually have some vulnerability to go, oh, wait a second, I require some assistance here. I require some feedback, some information, some tools. I require something because this is not working for me. And you don't have to be jealous. Why? Because you start to create too. So is your jealousy from a place of lack? Probably. Probably. And that's okay. Write down all the things that you believe you lack in the world. I bet there's going to be more than three. And we can go from there. And I would love to hear your stories on lack and what we can do to change some of those lack stories because all this sounds freaking insane and it sounds very first world that, you know, I'm very privileged that you can change anything, but actually can change anything. It's, you know, you can change your destiny, you can change your location, you can change your situation. Even Nelson Mandela changed his mindset while in jail. He can do that, change his mindset, and find peace while being imprisoned for over 20 years. Um, whenever I think of, of lack and that, you know, people are like, but I can't because I live in this situation, I'm just like Nelson Mandela. If you don't know who he is, go look up his life, his history, and what happened to him, because if you truly think that you are imprisoned, um, I think really are in prison, like Nelson Mandela was, your mind is what can still create freedom for you. So it really comes down to your thinking. Jealousy is all about thinking. Your body has a reaction to that. So it's all your nervous system. You have these neural connections that happen, and then your hormones will react to certain stimuli as well. So jealousy, not being happiness, won't have your happiness hormones running. When you get them running, your body gets more joyful, metabolism is better, your orgasms are better, your life is better, your health is better. It's crazy, but it affects so many things. So let's aim for that, right? Let's aim for joy, the happiness and all of that. We don't really have to be we don't really have to be stuck in the jealousy mode. We can absolutely choose as long as we know what we're jealous of. Sometimes that energy can be overwhelming and kind of override us, and then we just get stuck in a quagmire of jealousy, and we can't find edge, and we can't find an out. And there might be people who specifically trigger your jealousy, and if you happen to be around them a lot, then you're going to find that the jealousy might be the predominant energy, that that's all you're feeling you are around people that you find that you're jealous of a lot, remember to take the time and space to give yourself a little bit of a breather from them so that you're not walking around feeling jealous 24-7 because that's not actually reality. That's just you doing a comparison that you are less than, but that's not actually true. You just haven't stepped into the things that you would like to have. You haven't probably even written them down or acknowledged what they are. Chances are you haven't acknowledged what they are, and the people who have it have acknowledged what they would like to have. So when you have acknowledged what you would like to have, then you can start working towards it. 
oven, then you can just sit there stewing in your quagmire of jealousy and not know what you would like to have. Ugh, the quagmire, isn't that such a great word? Because it really is a quagmire of jealousy. You can get stuck in there. You can get lost in there. If you watch the Stranger Things, it could be like the upside down and you don't know how to get out of it. So you don't really want to be in that. I don't think you do. And for those of you who really don't want to be in that and you would like to have something different and be able to receive something different, we have so many great coaches here on Inspired Choices Network. I don't connect with you for working with that. You know, you can find any number of coaches on here. I listen to any of the great shows, especially the current ones. We have a lot of great coaches um, online right now, so you can find somebody that works for you and that can work with you to get you out of jealousy, get you towards your targets, have you feel happy so that you can feel happy for yourself and for others. Because I bet you, bet you, that your jealousy is based on you're not even happy in your own life. And we need to find out what the root cause of that is so that you don't have to be possessive and be in that, you know, that French meaning, possession of others and their life, you know. You don't need to be possessive. Get, uh, more of a energy of sharing that goes on that's like you can have what you have for sure but you can also know that there's an abundance that anybody can have it as well all right we're going to head to our last commercial break you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network and we'll be right back after this commercial are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives what if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. So today we've been talking about jealousy versus compersion and what is that and how do we change it because so many times we can get into jealousy mode and get stuck in a rut for a really long time. In this segment, I thought, you know, during the break, it would be really fun to talk about playful ways that even if you have a hint of jealousy, that you can start to use some playful ways to get yourself out of the rut. So in my relationship with my lover husband, he is really funny. Since, like, probably the first week we were dating, he had this thing. He he swore upside down that I was, like, one of the sexiest people on the planet, that, like, everybody wants to be with me. So in his reality, that's his reality. Um, I'm like, that's really sweet, but I don't see what you're talking about. But it's really sweet. So he, from like the very start, 
started creating this uh, scenario in our relationship. So every time somebody uh, is interested in me or he thinks they're interested in me, they'll say, they need to get in line and get a ticket, <laughs> which is quite cute and funny. It still has the air of jealousy because there's a, an air of possessive about it, like, hey, this is mine you need to get in line. I'm like, okay, cool, but there's some playfulness about it that also includes some sharing energy too. It's like, yeah, maybe. Um, and so you can start to play with it so that you can get yourself out of the anger jealousy. You can start to switch the energy so that it's not from a place of resentment and anger, but it can be from, hey, I know I know what I have in my life is valuable, and I know that other people would want that too. So, yeah, um, the possessive of it is cute, although we do have other agreements and arrangements. That isn't fully, totally true, but there are there is a lineup, and that lineup is not free. So, <laughs> so it's um, it's also valuing yourself too, and the whole situation is helpful. But I think for a lot of people, what they forget is that it can be playful. Like you can actually be playful, especially if you are in relationship with somebody and you're feeling jealous. Check too: are you jealous, or is an awareness coming up? If you're starting to feel jealous of your lover and maybe they're having uh, have another lover on the side and you didn't know about that, and for you that's cheating, then you might feel the energy of jealousy rising as a way to give you information. You might be like, oh, jealousy is actually information for me. It gives me an indicator that something's going on. It could be that. Also, be that jealousy is where you can't fully receive the person that you're with, so you are getting more possessive of them because you can't fully receive. So it takes sometimes a while to be able to get the value of the person that you're with. And curious uh, out there, who out there has been feeling like immense jealousy over so many things? And are you? Are you feeling jealous of people who are traveling? Are you feeling jealous of people who are getting back to life? And again, make those lists of those things that you feel jealous about because they're really the things that are indicating to you where you would like a change and where you would like to create some new targets and how you would like to move forward. So those are all really great indicators. I think jealousy can be an amazing awareness in general, just to let us know, wait a second, I could be aware, maybe something is going on, maybe I'm aware. Then what do you do with that information, though? Like, if you're aware that your lover is having sex with somebody else, that wasn't something that you agreed on, maybe you're not polyamorous, then if that's something that you didn't agree on, then what can you do with that information? Do you want to confront them? Do you want to be with it? Do you want to observe it? Do you want to check in? Is it true? Those questions of, is it true? How do I know for certain that it's true? Without that thought, who would I be? How would I feel? And turn it around. So if you are thinking, for example, that your, maybe your lover is cheating on you, that you would call it cheating because cheating only happens if you're possessing somebody. But as soon as you stop possessing them, then love can come through. No, it's hilarious. You can't actually love somebody if you're trying to you own them. That's it. But to truly love somebody, you don't possess That's a story for another day, though. So once you can get to the place where there's no possession happening, 
you can start to truly be with your lover. And if they are having, you know, then you can have the conversation. Lifestyle, is this something that you forever? But you can also check in with yourself prior to having those conversations and ask yourself, is it true that they're having an extramarital affair? Like if this is something that you're feeling, jealousy, but you haven't actually found evidence, is it true? We don't know. Maybe how do you know for certain that it's true? You have no evidence. Without that thought, who would you be? How would you feel? You might feel better. You might feel more loved. You might feel more responsive and attentive and present in your relationship. And if you turn it around, you can look at it and go, okay, I think that they're having an affair. Where in my thoughts and being, I actually trying to run away and not be in this relationship? Or where am I trying to be with someone Sometimes those uh, accusations come up because you truly would rather be somewhere else. And then sometimes you act on it, right? Or you just have that desire that's there in the background because you don't truly desire being with that person. Well, their story. However, coming back to compersion, how do we have it? Is to start inviting it in with the small things. Invite it in with small things like if you see something on social media where your friend just went to like a really great um, restaurant say, and they posted something that's great food. Just stop for a minute, press in, ask your body to receive all the joy that they received. Just like let your molecules feel it. It's like, hmm, I wonder what it feels like to be as happy as they were in that moment. Curiosity. You can curiosity of small things that are not super significant move up, you know, to like, I wonder what it would feel like and be like to have the energy of the joy they have with their house or more because you might have an assumption. Stop for a moment, let your body know what that sense feels like. Just like breathe it in. Ah, joy, cool. Then eventually you can actually move on to relationships, but I wouldn't start there with other people. I would start on the small things and move it up. Relationships can be sticklers and we can sometimes very, um, it's harder things to to switch out of jealousy on is relationships, but we can pivot on things like restaurants and other stuff a lot easier, a lot faster. So I hope this show has been a contribution to you so that your mind can have some ease, so you can have a different frame of reference when it comes to jealousy and move forward with some compersion. Hope you have a great week. Stay tuned in and turned on. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.